This bookcast is proudly brought to you by Actualize. We turn books into bookcasts. You are so cool. You're listening to Piss Off Old Paradigms or Piss Off Old Paradigms by Sheena Blake and Casey Valentine. Lose weight, feel sexy, and change your thoughts by linking unconscious behaviors to new productive habits. Welcome to the first ever made bookcast. Chapter 5. Paradigms, not paradigms. <laughs> you can create anything you want in your life, but if you have shitty things in your life, it's because you believe you're supposed to have those shitty things. Now, I know that this is a really large pill to swallow because it means that I had to take full responsibility for my life. But if you could indulge me, follow me through this track, swallow the pill for a second, let's see where we go. The term paradigm is something that people are just starting to understand. A paradigm is a word that describes the, the way a person sees, thinks about, or enters into a situation. Really, your paradigm is the thing that shows up once you have encountered something. It's the thing that you see in your results. Your paradigms are beliefs you have about a thing or a situation. For example, a self-defeating paradigm I held was that I saw myself as an overweight single mother who was completely unattractive. When I didn't want to see myself that way anymore, I affirmed that I was the most beautiful woman in the world. Now, this didn't happen overnight where I felt this way, but I kept saying it to myself because I knew that my script, my personal script, my self-script had to look different. I couldn't keep saying that I was a single mom who was unattractive. It was the only thing that was showing up in my life. People weren't really seeing me as beautiful. People weren't really taking me seriously. I wasn't taking myself seriously, and the things I said to myself reflected that. So I knew I had to change that. If it's not clear yet, let's go back to our fear of water example. If you had a fear of water, your paradigm would probably be something like, water is dangerous. Bad things happen to me when I'm near it. However, you can intentionally shift this to, I am a wonderful swimmer and I feel safe and happy when I'm around water. You will recognize your paradigms when you analyze your results, which are either pleasing or displeasing to you. To change your paradigms, you will want to first analyze the results in different areas of your life, then get clear about your existing paradigms, and third, change the paradigms that are bringing you displeasing results. That's a whole lot of blah, 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 we know, but here's the thing. If you don't really start to think about what you want your life to actually look like, there's no way you're going to start making any changes. Likewise, if you don't start thinking about what your paradigms have actually been displaying to you, you're never going to change the things in your life that you want to be different. My paradigms had to change. I had to acknowledge my shitty thoughts about myself and exchange them with thoughts that would bring me what I wanted. Now, what does that actually look like without it being all hoo-ha-ha-ha kumbaya-y? Every time I thought to myself, oh gosh, I look absolutely terrible. I would replace it with, damn girl, you fine. And I know you think I'm playing, but every single time I look in the mirror, it's what I say to myself. If I don't say, you are the most beautiful woman in the world. Those are the things I say to myself in the mirror now because I had to change what I was thinking. And sure enough, Every time I said that to myself, I felt a little more beautiful, which is so strange, but it just is real. 
I was changing my thought process. I was changing my paradigms. Sometimes I still have self-defeating thoughts. I'm not going to lie. But I'm aware that when I change the thought, I change the results. Pay attention to the little comments you make about yourself and others. They usually reveal what you actually think about yourself, those secret hidden paradigms. For example, I used to consistently make sarcastic comments about how I looked. They were funny enough that uh, I didn't seem to make anyone uncomfortable by them. But when I began to assess them, I realized that each of the comments were telling a story about what I believed about myself. I try to change my paradigms once I see them as problematic. I changed another paradigm recently. I went on a road trip with my children to visit my two brothers and their families. One in one city and one in the next. My older brother, someone who I have adored since the moment I was born, everything he did I copied. Everywhere he went, I went after. He was my knight in shining armor. When I chose Kevin and we became pregnant, my older brother pulled away, or at least, at least it felt like that. I've reflected over the last few years and realized that it might have been me projecting onto him. Either way, that thought affected our relationship for some of the following years. We always communicated on the phone, but I hadn't gone to see him in years. This was my first time at his house. <sighs> I feel kind of guilty even saying that out loud. The kids and I were pumped to go visit my nephew and to know him like in his own space, you know, because we've obviously seen him in lots of other spaces, but what was he like at home? But to be honest, I wasn't looking forward to seeing my sister-in-law. She's been a part of my life for two and a half decades and she and my brother are high school sweethearts. I really didn't like her in the beginning, but she is the mother of my nephew and the wife of my brother, so at some point in my life, I made a decision. I made space to love her. While we were there, we had a blast, but my sister-in-law and I had some pretty awkward moments, like my children and I making subtle, reasonable sounds and her needing 100% quiet and letting us know that we were disturbing her peace, or questioning my children about their behaviors without a qualifying anti-loves-you statement. Lastly, but most importantly, when my daughter and my nephew were playing a game of peekaboo and my nephew fell down, my sister-in-law went into a fit of fury and sent me and my children away from the space. It was uncomfortable, to say the least. Now, you know those uncomfortable woman moments where someone says something that is mean, but it comes from a place that the other person doesn't understand? That's what was happening here. In response, I became reclusive packed my children up quickly and got ready to leave. I felt terrible, unwanted, and judged. In the moment though, I thought she was judging me and that she thought I wasn't good enough, white enough, pretty enough, and I felt like she just thought that I was stupid. Part of this I have to own as my own projection, and the other part, my own limiting paradigms. Nonetheless, it was what showed up for me. When you go this deep into the why, of a scenario, it opens you up and all the shit comes out. I personally feel grateful and overwhelmed, but seriously, these are often things that I just don't want to even think about and can bet you won't want to either. This is really what purposefulism is. It's ugly, but necessary. <sighs> the kids and I got home safe and sound, but I was still feeling shitty about the whole thing. Casey and I were in the office unpacking our weekends as we usually do, and I don't mean our clothes, I mean like verbally we were unpacking. She was giving me advice about what she thought I should do about the whole sister-in-law thing. I had also spoken to my other sister-in-law about the situation and she offered the same advice as Casey. 
Both Casey and my other sister-in-law mentioned that I needed to call my eldest brother's wife and tell her what I was thinking. Now, okay, let me come off script for a second and say that I wanted to tell both of them to fuck right off because it was so uncomfortable. What am I going to say? Hey, I'm pretty sure you're a racist and um, you don't love me and you think that I'm a dumb black mom, a dumb black single mom. Like I just couldn't figure out what I really wanted to say and what I really was feeling. And I also couldn't shake the thought that I was making it all up and she would be like, what are you talking about? Like I couldn't shake any of it. So when Casey and my other sister-in-law came to me and said like, no, you gotta say something. I was like, well, what am I gonna say? Okay, let me get back to the book. I was completely shocked because both of them suggested it. What they were saying wasn't what I wanted to hear, to be honest. I was so fucking uncomfortable when I realized that I had to make the phone call and speak with my sister-in-law to clear the air that I could have curled up into a ball and disappeared. But acts of purposefulism. I really didn't want to contact her because in the past I found that she doesn't really tell all the way the truth and that I don't tell all the way the truth and so our conversations are only half true, so what's the fucking point? I didn't end up calling her. Not an act of purposefulism. Womp womp. But later that day, we went live on Instagram on our show, Comfortably Uncomfortable, and if you haven't gone to check us out, go and check us out. What are you doing? Okay, well, you're listening to this and that's fair, but listen to our show also. And we were talking about paradigms. I had made a declaration that I really value my relationships with family and friends and had I decided that my relationship with my brother's wife was one that I wanted to work on because she is the woman that my brother decided to be with. And I want my relationship with him. He knows me at my base, like at the core of me. And only he and my younger brother and my childhood best friend know everything about me. There's no one that could ever replace that. If I consider my brother an important part of my life, then my sister-in-law has to be a similar value. Moments later, my phone rang. I know you're like, what, is it her? Yes, it was, it was her, my sister-in-law. She had not called my phone in probably like a decade. She said, hi, Sheena, do you have a minute? I wanted to apologize for something I said yesterday. I felt like I was rude and I said things that were uncalled for and I'm pregnant and life seems insane right now and I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I was like, whoa, manifest much? I was so overwhelmed at first that I hesitated to say what I was feeling. But Casey poked me, you know how she does, to encourage me to speak my truth. I did, and at the end, my brother's wife and I had come to an understanding. But more importantly, I had an opportunity to look at myself and decide what I wanted and who the hell I am. I wanted a relationship with her, and I am an honest and bold woman. My new paradigm is that I have beautiful, open, loving, communicative relationships with my brother, his wife, his son, and their children to come. And I feel that I created a bridge to this becoming a reality after our phone call. When I hung up, Casey and I realized partly why in the hell we are writing this book. It's for the moments like this, when our manifestations happen directly before our eyes in the most obvious of ways. I am so grateful for my family. And if my sister-in-law is reading this or listening to this, I love you. I'm glad I called you into my life, even though we don't always see eye to eye. I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that you are taking care of the babies that are part of my world. <laughs> now, I want to give you some space to identify your existing paradigms and decide on new ones if they're not working for you. Take family, friends, work, and love as your categories and write your existing paradigms in these areas. 
The following questions will help you determine where you're at, but it's up to you to recognize the actual paradigm. Family. Who do you consider to be family? How was your relationship with your mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, nieces, nephews? How do you correspond with family? My existing paradigm on family is, and your answer lies in however you interpret the question. Now, for this part, it might be a little difficult. You can pause and give yourself space to grab some pens and paper. That will work. Um, but go on Amazon and type in Piss Off Old Paradigms and grab a copy of the Print On Demand book so that you can actually just have a one space where you put all this information. We won't read all of the questions to you, but you can absolutely grab that information from the book. Okay. So I'm sure you, Casey, and I, as well as many other women around the world, hold strange and often inaccurate paradigms that prevent us from living our best lives. Like thinking I'm overweight and therefore ugly, or thinking I'm unintelligent and therefore worthless. These paradigms are set from childhood. They are influenced by our parents, our family, and our friends, but also by our communities and the media. They don't usually change unless and until we purposely go about changing them. I knew I couldn't, wouldn't, and shouldn't live the life I was living much longer because it absolutely sucked. But I had to decide what I actually wanted my life to look like. Now don't get me wrong, I do not have it all figured out yet, but every day I am steadily pushing closer towards my desired life. For those of you who still don't quite understand paradigms, here's an example. I weighed 230 pounds. My body was always sore and I was always tired. My paradigm then was that life is hard and that I'm a mother and my body can't change. Fortunately, I've done a lot of reading through Bob Proctor and Proctor and Gallagher, which has led me to read Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And that has helped me to rewire my thinking. From these authors and concepts, I have learned to witness my paradigms, then decide what it is I want. Here are some examples. An old paradigm is, I'm a single mom and life's a struggle. The results were, everything was really difficult. Every bill, every conversation, everything. New paradigm, I'm a goddess and I can do anything. Life is easy. New result, my life feels great. If you want to learn more about those paradigms, please go grab the copy of your book from Amazon.com at Piss Off Old Paradigms. Remember when we said to break down your life into categories such as family, friends, career, business, and love? You can take these categories even deeper, like your relationship with your lover or your relationship with your mother. What types of results are you getting in these areas of your life? Do you like the results? Love them? Hate them? Whatever results you are seeing, you best believe they are coming from a deep-seated belief that this is what you deserve. But if you don't like it, my friend, you must change it. And before I read on, there's something that has been pressing on me that I've wanted to talk about since we released the book. Much of the feedback has been that the very beginning, uh, it makes people upset when they, when they hear it. Uh, the very beginning, is, it speaks about who we aimed this book at. So you're probably feeling like, you know, your life is not that great or your life is super great. I wanted to speak to that and ask a question if it did trigger you. Where do you think that trigger brought you to? We've had quite a bit of feedback that says like, that's not me. I'm curious to know if it's not you, then who are you? And why is it that you decided to pick up this book or put in these earbuds? 
I would argue that all of us have things to change in our lives and piss off what paradigms is for everyone. But when Valentine and I were deciding to write this book, we thought we really wanted to gear this towards very specific women. It's been fascinating to me. What do you think? It's been fascinating to me to have the comments about being like viscerally bothered by saying that that's who these our readers are. Um, I don't know. I feel like for you to be bothered by that, because normally, for instance, if you walk down the street and someone says, you're lazy, and then you know that you're not lazy, you'd walk right by that person and be like, oh, why is that oh. person yelling random things Yeah, because it has nothing to do with me, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as you read it, in my opinion, as soon as I, I hear someone's like, you're lazy, and I'm like, oh, I am lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, why is that person calling me lazy? I didn't do anything. And then I go on the track. So it's interesting to me. It is interesting to me. Yes. And if you guys know Casey and I at all, you know that whenever we hear people are triggered by things, we're like, maybe it's time to go all the way into that shit and see where that paradigm came from. Exactly, because maybe it is describing parts of their life, but they don't want to associate with some of the other negative things that we've like that have that we've described right mm -hmm. that they're considering to be negative things mm -hmm. which we are not describing it because we think it's negative mm -mm. we're just describing it because we know those realities <laughs> that was our experience so if this is you and you've been you know were triggered uh by anything that we've said or done in this book uh we really want you to look at that a little deeper absolutely yeah so my old paradigm was that I felt like I wasn't good enough or sexy enough and that I wasn't going to be sexy ever. Arrgh, like I want to scream even reading this because it wasn't even a thought that I totally realized I was having, you know? It was like one of those deep, deep, quiet thoughts that controlled my every move. So my new paradigm became that I am sexy and I am attractive and I am confident everywhere I go but I didn't want to leave it as just an affirmation. I had to take a step forward with purposefulism. So here's what I did. Really want to thank you for joining us for the fourth episode of Piss Off Old Paradigms, the fourth ever recorded episode of a book cast. Thank you for joining the revolution of information consumption of audiobooks meets podcasts. Who you are is entirely perfect. If the results that you are manifesting are not what you desire, it is time to take a closer look. Like actually take a closer look. But you'll do it. I know you'll get there. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next week. So if you have not gotten your copy of Piss Off Old Paradigms, then you need, need, need to get over to amazon.com and type in Piss Off Old Paradigms by Sheena Blake and Casey Valentine. There you will be able to grab your print on demand copy or your ebook. Also, in your day, you might need another dose besides listening to Piss Off Old Paradigms. So please join us on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube for comfortably uncomfortable a show where we go all the way into truths that people don't usually like to look at you'll hear from us next week with piss off old paradigms the first ever recorded book cast and you will be hearing about chapter six the thing i did see you next time